Welcome back everyone. It's time for the campfire. I'm Ashley Billington and this week we'll be deep diving into District 9-6A. We're in Garland and Wiley for this one. These are the teams that you'll be seeing in District 9-6A. Garland, Lakeview Centennial, Naaman Forest, Rowlett, Saxe, North Garland, South Garland, and Wiley. Some great teams and districts in this one. Vote for who you think will take the 96A district crown on our Twitter account. It's at IHSSDFW. We also have a quick trivia question for you. Which Power Ranger did South Garland alumni Johnny Bosch originally play? A, red, B, yellow, C, pink, or D, black? Another week of great trivia for you. Let me just pat myself on the back real quick. If you think that you have the correct answer to that trivia question, go anywhere you can find the campfire. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And leave a comment for what you think the right answer is. Also, if you are a podcast person, the campfire comes in podcast form. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you can find our entire catalog of Inside High School Sports podcast. Now it's time for the film session, presented by your local North Texas GEICO agents. All the teams from last year's 10-6A now form the new 9-6A district. Garland ISD and Wiley will be the eight teams in this district, and the Pirates of Wiley may have the experience to wind up on top. The key to the Pirates' success will be the return of quarterback Marcus McElroy. His experience may be enough to hold off the Garland teams. But speaking of the Garland teams, Lakeview Centennial will return the best running back in the area, Kamar Wheaton. Despite missing games with injuries, Wheaton ran for over 1,100 yards and 15 touchdowns. If Wheaton can get a full 10 games in with help of receiver Jalen Davis, the Patriots should be a playoff team. Saxe is always a team to look out for in district play. Red Barons has a new quarterback and former Rockwall wide receiver Alex Orgy. This will be Orgy's third high school as he played for Bishop Dunn last year. The Mustangs will also count on speedy running back Sean Coleman to lead them into postseason. The Garland Owls have a lot of young talent they hope will come together in 2020. Junior running back Jason Powers and junior wide receiver Jordan Hudson are highly touted, with Hudson finishing last year with 79 catches and 20 touchdowns. Look for Garland to improve on their one district win last year and possibly be playoff bound. Naaman Force will look to improve as well behind second-year head coach Jesse Perales, as they will too be looking to be playoff contenders. Rowlette is also a perennial power in this district, as they just missed the postseason last year with a 4-3 district record. Look for North Garland to reload after a respectable 3-4 district record last year. And South Garland will be hoping to compete as well as they try to swing the pendulum upwards. Those are some great teams, and those teams have some phenomenal players. The North Texas Honda dealers want to recognize the players on the rise, those players destined to lead their team to victory. 
Five-star running back Kamar Wheaton is the centerpiece of the Lakeview Centennial offense. Wheaton can find a hole in the defense that others cannot. In 2019, he had 189 carries for 1,142 rushing yards. He also hit the end zone 16 times for the Patriots. Wheaton has 27 offers to play college football. Naaman Forest tight end Devin Deal is going to be a main staple of the Rangers offense. He is utilized in a multitude of ways, passing, rushing, and receiving. In 2019, he had 37 receptions for 465 yards and one touchdown. He also threw for a touchdown in 2019 as well. Garland wide receiver Jordan Hudson was the Owls' top receiver in 2019. He had 79 receptions for 1,270 yards last season and 20 touchdowns. Hudson averaged 16 yards per catch. He is a four-star wide receiver and is committed to Oklahoma University. Wiley quarterback Marcus McElroy is ready to go for the Pirates in the 2020 season. As a junior, he threw for 880 yards and six passing touchdowns. He also rushed for 424 yards and five touchdowns. Look for him and the Pirates to come up big in 2020. Saxe running back Sean Coleman was the Mustangs leading rusher in 2019. Coleman had 202 carries for 1,244 yards. He averaged 6.2 yards per carry and had 12 rushing touchdowns. Coleman also had 23 receptions for the Mustangs for an added 223 yards and one touchdown. He will be a big piece of the Saxe offense in the 2020 season. And those athletes are accomplishing great things on the gridiron. But do you know somebody from the high school sports scene accomplishing great things in your community? A player, coach, or team going that extra mile. Nominate them for the North Texas Honda Dealers Helpful Heroes. To nominate, go to IHSSHelpfulHeroes.com and stay tuned to our social media accounts to see if your nomination is highlighted. Now it's time for our Media Day segment where we talk to coaches about their teams and the district they'll be seeing in the 2020 season. Hey there, everyone. I have the head coach of Rallet, Coach Doug Steven. Coach, how are you this morning? Doing good. Thank you very much for having me here. Uh, you know, looking forward to what the future holds and uh, taking it day by day. Most definitely. So we'll talk a little bit of football. Um, last year, your team missed the playoffs for the first time in 15 Thank years. Thank you, Ashley. I appreciate Sorry, that. Sorry. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> how eye-opening was that uh, for your team, and will it motivate you guys to make a run in a pretty even district this year? Well, you're right. It's a very even district. A lot of parity. Uh, how will it motivate us? I guess uh, we'll see. I don't know. One thing about this football team uh, that we do like is the fact that we are very close. I think uh, we can see that given the limited interaction, you know. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how to answer that other than on the field, and we'll see how that goes. But uh, I do like these kids as far as their attitude, and uh, they seem to have a good work ethic. And so it's, it's going to be, I think, a close group of kids. Uh, you have a solid junior class. Do you think that class can take over and get you into those four playoff spots? Well, we also uh, have a lot of uh, first-time starters this year, a lot of kids, too, that were on the JV. Uh, so everyone wants to use the word young and inexperienced, but without having spring ball, you know, and then starting late, uh, not being able to work out right now, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of inexperience and a lot of questions to be had. We don't know. But I think the junior class hopefully can step up and, and play. And you know what? We tell them all the time, I don't care what your classification is. 
you know, we want leaders. I don't care if you're a sophomore, but uh, obviously the junior class is something that we're going to rely on pretty heavy. And we, we took on it a little bit earlier, uh, a lot of parity in your district as it's pretty even, um, but there is also no change. You get your usual Garland ISD, and then you also have Wiley. Being so similar, does that help you prepare more, especially since practice time has been so limited? Well, yeah, our kids know all the kids in the district. You know, this is a, a freedom of choice is the term they used here in the district. And so kids really, have the opportunity to go to what school they want to throughout their education process. Uh, so don't get me started on all that. But at the same time, the kids, you know, they can come from, we get kids usually from about nine different middle schools. And so they know these kids. And uh, and so they, they have a pretty good, well, right now, for instance, they're probably hanging out together for kids from all over different schools in, in the district, and they're probably working out and doing those things that we ask them to do, which is, is a good thing. Uh, so, you know, I, I think sometimes in their mind that's, that's a good thing. Uh, sometimes you can play teams you don't know. They think maybe they put their pants on a little bit different than everybody else, as everybody says. That's not necessarily obviously true. Uh, but because they're, they're so familiar with one another, I, I don't the word parity now really comes into play because I don't think anybody is, uh, how do I say, intimidated by anybody that you play. Uh, it's going to be a close, close season. Coach, thanks for joining us here on the campfire and giving us more insight on District 96A. Good luck to you and your team in the 2020 season. We'll be right back after a couple messages from our sponsors. The North Texas Honda dealers recognize members of our high school sports community who take time out to be helpful heroes. Nominate a helpful hero today at IHSSHelpfulHeroes.com. The film session is brought to you by your local North Texas GEICO agents. To find the office near you, go to geico.com DFW. The district breakdown is presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. These teams make it look easy, just like GiveMeTheVin.com makes it easy to sell your vehicle. Welcome back to the campfire. District 96A summed up in one word is wow. Rowlett, Saxy, Lakeview Centennial. Who will take that top spot, that district crown, and those four playoff spots? It's time now for the district breakdown presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. We welcome in Inside High School Sports Insider Ryan Harris, who will answer some of those questions for us. Ryan, over to you. Thanks, Ashley. District 96A features the Garland Schools and Wiley and also boasts one of the top players in the nation. The playoff race in this district should be an interesting one as there isn't much separation between the teams at the top. Let's take a look at the playoff picture in District 9. My pick to win the district is the Saxe Mustangs. Saxe only returned six starters from a team that finished 8-3 last year, but transfer Alex Orgy will take the reins at quarterback. Orgy has multiple college offers and should have a big year for Saxe. Sean Coleman will give Orgy a playmaker to get the ball to, and the offensive line returns four starters. The defense is littered with question marks as safety James Boyd is the only returning starter. I'm betting on Saxe finding some big-time playmakers by the end of the year and taking the district crown. Saxe will have to hold off Lakeview Centennial for the district crown. The Patriots have one of the best players in America on their roster, and nobody talks about them outside of Lakeview Centennial. 
Kamar Wheaton is one of the most dynamic playmakers in the country, and I can't seem to find the segment of the internet that shows him love like a lot of the other players in the Metroplex did. If Lakeview Centennial is to go on a deep playoff run, Wheaton will be the one to take them there. In other words, Kamar is going to have to do Kamar things if the Patriots are to win the district. Wheaton will get to run behind a solid offensive line, and wide receiver Jalen Davis will help keep defenses from zeroing in on Wheaton. Defensive tackle and three-star recruit Ike Chukwu Iwana will lead the defense. Lakeview Centennial will need to find some playmakers on defense and at quarterback, but I think the Patriots could be in for a big season. Another likely playoff team is Naaman Forrest. The Rangers lost their first five games last season before winning four of their last five to make the playoffs. That Naaman Forrest team returns 18 starters to this year's squad, including all 11 starters on offense. Devon Deal will lead the team from tight end and defensive end. Defensive tackle Tommy Dunn is also a receiving threat on offense and will be another name to keep an eye on. With so much returning production and versatility, I expect Naaman Forrest to make the playoffs once again this season. The team I picked to grab the last playoff spot in this district may be a surprise to some. It was a tough decision, but I'm rocking with the Garland Owls. Garland has a strong junior class returning from a team that finished 3-7 last season. Quarterback Sergio Perez tossed 29 touchdowns a year ago, and Oklahoma commit Jordan Hudson will be his top target at wideout. Running back Jayshon Powers is also back after rushing for nearly 1,000 yards a year ago. The defense is in good hands as well, with four-star recruit Chase Biddle leading the defense from the secondary, along with Aaron King. Every player I've mentioned is a junior, so Garland will be a team to keep an eye on for the next two seasons. The team Garland will have to fend off for the final playoff spot is the Wiley Pirates. Wiley only returns five starters, but quarterback Marcus McElroy and offensive lineman Yash Harapara are among those returning starters. The linebacking core is in good hands with the return of Desmond Adamson and Dawson Cox. I think Wiley will find more playmakers as the season goes on, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the Pirates back in the playoffs under first-year head coach and former Wiley defensive coordinator Jimmy Carter. The Rowlett Eagles are another team that could make the playoffs if it finds the necessary playmakers to compete in this district. Rowlett returns 11 starters, and Trey Carr started a game at quarterback last season. Carr figures to take over full-time this season at quarterback, and he has a stable of running backs led by Colton Yarborough to get the ball to. Watch out for Rowlett if the Eagles progress the way they need to this season. North Garland only returns five starters from a team that finished 6-4 last season. The new group could experience some growing pains early in the season. Cameron Wheeler will be looked to as a leader of this team, and he plays at defensive end and tight end for the Raiders. Senior Nate Pena and sophomore Gabriel Harris will compete for the starting quarterback job, and coach Joe Castillo will need to figure out who his playmakers are sooner rather than later. South Garland finished the 2019 season with a 1-9 record, but returns eight starters on offense. The returning starters are headlined by talented dual-threat quarterback Jalil Brown, who also played at running back last year. Brown will have wide receivers Ty Key and Davon Gilmore to get the ball to. If South Garland can find a few more playmakers and build on valuable experience gained from last season, it could mean more wins in 2020. That leaves me with my player and team to watch for District 9. I usually don't pick the best player in the district as my player to watch because everyone already has their eyes on the best player. That isn't exactly the case for this district. That's why I'm choosing Lakeview Centennial running back Kamar Wheaton as my player to watch. 
If someone can point me to the part of the internet hyping up Kamar Wheaton, that would be great because I will be a card-carrying member. If you haven't seen Wheaton's highlights, look him up on YouTube. Trust me. One of Lakeview Centennial's mottos is be legendary, and Kamar Wheaton has been legendary since he stepped on campus as a freshman. This kid will be a big-time college football player, but he has some unfinished business with Lakeview Centennial first. My team to watch is the Garland Owls. If I hadn't picked Wheaton as my player to watch, I would have gone with Garland's young core. I'm excited about this group, and I think they have a chance to do some special things over the next two years. Keep an eye on Garland and its junior class for the next two seasons. That's all I have for District 9. Back to you, Ashley. Ryan, thanks for the insight. We'll see you next time. That's all we have for this week's edition of The Campfire. Come back every Monday for a new show. Until then, though, follow our social media accounts. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube that will be bringing you content all focused on District 9-6A. I'm Ashley Bullington, and thank you so much for watching The Campfire.